Police call third sorority sister's disappearance a coincidence. Jamie Bradford ran his finger down the article in the Stratberg student newspaper and almost cried. To hell with this crap, he thought. He tore the story from the page, crumpled it into a little ball, and threw it away. He couldn't understand why the news of three missing women affected him so much. He didn't know them. He was still in his junior year, and they were graduating. Besides, it was a gorgeous spring day in upstate New York, and Jamie didn't want to feel sorry for anyone. With one swipe of his arm, he cleared the newspaper from the library's reading table and hid a dog-eared copy of The Queering of Society behind the radiator where he'd be sure to find it during his next visit. Jamie ran down the library's marble steps and avoided hitting about a half-dozen students. Then he ran into the one person he didn't want to see ever again. Tommy. Jamie crashed into him, but Tommy wasn't phased. He just stood there, looking good, not a curly lock on his handsome head out of place. On a Friday, when everyone dressed their grungiest, Tommy sported a button-down shirt and beige chinos with a crisp fold on the front of each pant leg. Even his feet were Ivy League, Argyle socks and slip-on sneakers. Tommy looks great. Damn him, anyhow. Then Jamie noticed the guy standing next to Tommy, obviously his new boyfriend, a jock. Jamie knew the type. Cocky, self-assured, and ready to smack down anybody not as popular. How you doing? Tommy asked. It's been a while. Yeah, I guess it has. Jamie knew exactly how long. It had been 43 days, 14 hours, and approximately 32 minutes since Tommy broke off their relationship. You act like a needy little kid, Tommy yelled at him at the time. You have a subconscious desire to be nurtured. If you want to act like a baby for the rest of your life, just go back to your mama. I want a real man. By the looks of Tommy's new acquaintance, he got his wish. Who's this? Jamie asked, not caring about the answer, having already guessed. This is Freddy, my new boyfriend. He's the pitcher on the baseball team. The irony wasn't lost on Jamie. He put out a fake smile and held out his arm for a handshake. Good to meet you, Freddy. Nice to meet you, too. Freddy extended his hand about six inches shy of Jamie's, waiting for him to make up the remaining half foot, which he did, reluctantly. Tommy put his arm around his new boyfriend's shoulder, and they made goo-goo eyes at each other. Isn't Freddy just the cutest? He sure is. Well, gotta go, Tommy said, just as Jamie was about to puke at their sweetness. We're going to join the picketers at the police press conference. Another co-ed went missing, you know. I just read about it. Jamie shook his head. That makes three missing women now. Really? 
That many? Obviously, Tommy wasn't as concerned about public affairs as he pretended to be. Yeah. Well, according to the police, it isn't a situation at all, Tommy replied. They say the girls just ran away because they couldn't stand the pressure of school. I don't believe that. Well, it sounds reasonable to me, Tommy said. Anyway, we can't do anything about it. Then why are you going to protest? Because it'll be fun, silly. Tommy gave Freddy another sickeningly sweet kiss and looked back at Jamie. Isn't he just the greatest? Well, we'll be seeing you. Toodles. Jamie wiggled his fingers in a quick wave goodbye and watched them float down the quad, arm in arm.